What's up, fanboys and fangirls? It's Mike and Mark here from LRMOnline.com, and we're bringing you another exciting episode of LRM TV Podcast. And this week's episode is all about WrestleMania. We've got guest hosts with us, John Hunter and Mark Hunter, and I are going to sit around and just kind of talk about what we liked and did not like about WrestleMania, even going to the post-Mania Raw and SmackDown events leading up to next week's big superstar shakeup and just kind of talk about all the things that we were kind of predicting what's going to happen in the future with WWE and the storylines and playing out with all the characters now that some of the major storylines have played themselves out we're going to talk about the matches we liked what we didn't like of the matches basically Undertaker and Reigns we're also going to talk about the surprise appearance of the Hardy Boys and the, you know the return of Finn Balor and some of the other major storylines that kind of got a big boost from the Mania weekend. So listen up. Let us know your thoughts. What did you guys think about WrestleMania? Let us know in the comments section. Shoot us a Twitter, uh, LRM underscore Michael and at LRM underscore Mark, and kind of just give us your feedback on that. So sit back and enjoy another exciting episode of LRM TV Podcast. I didn't. Even, I didn't get a chance to watch it. That's like the. Only, I think the only match I missed, the I Roman Reigns one. I fell asleep through, but I woke up right at the end. Uh, yeah, I watched the Neville. I I really I liked Neville a lot. So I don't know. I'm glad they kept him as champion out of all. Of, yeah. Because like, what like Aries basically just came back after what two days. Yeah, I mean I like him as well, but I just uh, I, I don't know. I, Prefer him. I, I think even what was that like last year at the beginning of the year when I was like you gotta check this guy. Uh, it was like the summer of last yeah. year. Like there's this dude. He, like like he's, he's his crazy moves. Yeah. Um and then he kind of went away for a little bit. And right. Then, his uh, highlight yeah. was the SummerSlam when he uh, did the tag team with uh, Stephen Amell. Because remember he was That's right. it was him yeah. and. Amel and uh, Goldust had that little like rivalry yeah. and some devil. Because yeah, that's, right. that's where they got, he's got that, uh, that finishing move, the red arrow. The red arrow, yeah. Stuff and uh, everything. That's right. And yeah. so he, like, he came, like, rose to fame after that match and then uh, kind of went away. away. And then 205. Then, right, exactly. Well, like, yeah. once the cruiserweights came, then he uh, came. Right, because like, he came and I was just kind of dominating the division. Well, I think was, before the cruiserweight division, it was just really hard to find a place for some of the cruiserweights because. With the cruiserweights, I mean, it's it's really hit or miss. Like you'll have a guy like Rey Mysterio Jr. who can be with everybody else, right? You know, but sometimes it's just hard to blend some of the guys. And I thought, you know, like Neville, you could, but I think with some of them, it's kind of tough, um, just because the styles are so different. Yeah, I mean, the from what I read about the match, I didn't get a chance to see it and stuff. I, the, for a kickoff match for the pre-show and stuff, it wasn't, um, it wasn't, you know. Over the top or anything, right. just basically standard as is and stuff. Um, you know, the thing that sucks about WrestleMania is it's so, so like it's great that it's long, but it's so oh, damn. So, long. There, 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 there were uh, 
There were too many matches. I'll be real. There were too many matches. Well, I think the matches went on too long. Because, like, right. as much, like, I was texting you guys as much as I love the Shane McMahon, AJ Styles match. Mm-hmm. That one took forever. I, like, I, it was I like think, 25, 30 minute match. Oh, at least. Yeah. At least. So. And then I feel like before every match, there was like a five minute like video clip oh, as well. Oh, the montage. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. you add in the, the entrance ramp, which was 80 yards long as well. Right. Like, it, the, the time between matches was lengthy. Right, yeah. Guess. So, like,. I think that the pre-show, like, cause I caught, I jumped in in the the middle of the Andre the Giant Battle Royale mm-hmm. and stuff like, that. and so that was at what, like six six o'clock and stuff like, that. and I watched wrestling literally from six o'clock till falling asleep at eleven thirty, and then waking yeah. up like a, like eleven fifty, you know, to see Roman Wayne Roman Wayne's defeat <laughs> 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 uh, Undertaker, which was bullshit. Um, <laughs> right. So. But the the funny one the was the Andre the Giant Battle Royale with you know Mojo winning but having Rob Gronkowski oh come yeah, in. Yeah, so what is That was funny. Like you saw it coming because he was at, it, at yeah. Raw. Right. Or, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He was. At, uh, I I forget which one it was. He was on there for a minute and then you saw him like you know screwing around with his friends or whatever. And then they even showed him getting into like a little bit of a beef with Jinder Mahal. Right. Like a yeah. moment before. And you're like, you gotta put two and two together rather quickly. Well, but, and then if you lined up in like this football stance. Oh yeah, you did those little three I mean, point stance and stuff. And I, then, think, yeah. I think a lot. Of, I mean, wrestling. I mean, if you think about it, outside of that, they didn't have any stars, entertainment star. What? what? No, Al, no. Roker. Al Roker. Thank you. Al okay, Roker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Who but, else would you have at WrestleMania? Seriously. Mike Tyson. No, what? You remember when Trump? Yeah. Was, hey, he wasn't yeah. on WrestleMania though. What was that? Was it WrestleMania? Yeah, it was WrestleMania. Was it WrestleMania? Yeah. It, wait, is he that was the host. He was a special that, guest he host. He was the host. No, no, it was the president. No, when was yeah. the one where he Springboard. Shaved, he got to shave Vince's head? You remember that? Was that, I don't know, was that on Raw? That must have been the That follow-up. was a Raw. Yeah, yeah follow-up. And then Stone Cold stuff. And they got stunned him. He didn't sell it very well, though. That might have been WrestleMania. I forget. Yeah, I think it was a post He didn't sell that one very well. Post-Raw. No, he didn't. It was the one before. Yeah, that stunner. Oh, the President of the United States has been stung oh, by gosh. Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, no but uh, in, in, like back it up to the the battle royal with um, Mojo Rowley winning. Like I don't know what they're doing with him. Yeah, like yeah, that's the thing about the like the the battle royale with Andre the Giant. Like I don't think they know what to do with that yet. Right, because yeah. there's not a it's not like the the Royal Rumble where you become the number one contender. Yeah. and stuff. So it's kind of like you're doing something in honor of Andre the Giant, which is great, but you gotta it's gotta be a springboard yeah. for somebody. Right. So like ba- like Baron Corbin won it recently. Oh, was that last year? I yeah, forget. last year. Um, and I you know on SmackDown they're always like winner of the Andre uh, the Giant you know battle royal like great. Yeah. But like I guess my problem with it is like the people in it. So like Braun Strowman was in it. And you're gonna tell me there wasn't a better match for for him? Like you've been getting like a right. pretty big push. yeah, exactly. You know, like he's been going against Reigns. Uh, you know, he came face to face with Lesnar on Raw the following night. Like you're gonna tell me there wasn't a better match for him at WrestleMania. And the same thing with the Usos, like the uh, the SmackDown yeah. tag right. champs. You're, you're gonna tell me they're not gonna defend their their titles at WrestleMania? Well, I think you get so many matches like we just talked that's about, true. and then they want to have a match to get everybody else in, and so that's what they do with it. But I agree, I think they're. You know, even if you if you make it for like up and comers or something like that, you know, and they get a shot at Intercontinental or something, you know what I mean? Right. Like, not 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 the the main title for whatever show, but I don't know, just make it like Money in the Bank. 
Yeah, you're deal, right, you know? right, right, yeah. You get a shot whenever you want at right. the Intercontinental Championship yeah, right. or something, you know, or whatever. But, yeah, it, I think That's that it's, what, it's it's fourth year, fourth or fifth year now and stuff, and it's still one of those, like, type of things that they don't really, like, it's nice. I think it's cool to have a Royal Rumble with, you know, guys that you normally wouldn't see um, on WrestleMania, you know, on the card, get in, a, you know, at least have a, you know, a warm-up match to watch and stuff. Right. So, um but yeah, they, they got to move on with something or do something with it um, and give it some sort of type of validity to go on. Um, yeah, because it just doesn't seem like it fits anywhere. No, yeah, it doesn't. It, like, it's there. It's They make a big deal about it. Right, I mean, they, there's they, a trophy. Yeah, there's a trophy. And, you know, what was it? They try to get Shaq, you know, to come back. Because he yeah. was in it last year yeah. in the um, and stuff. And they try to get Shaq to come back into it, but he didn't want to do it and stuff. And so that was... Uh, like they're trying to make it big, but it's not anything to do it. Um, another thing they're trying to make like, I, like something big out of it, but it's not really doing is the Intercontinental Championship with Dean Ambrose. Yeah. To have him on it, to be the Intercontinental Champ and be a pre-show match to me doesn't yeah. make sense. Was it a couple weeks ago where I said I thought he was going to be on the pre-show? Yeah, you you told and, me that, and it was just like he shouldn't be. Right. But I felt like he was going to be just because like the the year. Let's see, last year's WrestleMania he was in the main. One of the main events, Well, not even a year ago. It's less than that. He was the WWE Universal Champion. Because the draft, right. for, he right. was the yeah. SmackDown yep. Live's first pick yep. and stuff. And, and so you go from being the first pick in the SmackDown uh, the draft for SmackDown Live to you're in the pre-show match and stuff. So They're doing this weird thing right now where it's like you were just like the top dog. Well, right after that, you're going to get knocked down. A belt, but it's not the top. Like Dean Ambrose. Uh, Kevin Owens got yeah, a belt. The United States yep. Championship. Like, you still get a belt, but not quite the big Right. Like, you're not, like, upper echelon anymore, so right. to speak. You know, so, like, in the case of Ambrose, you know, like, he... Is he even going to challenge? Well, I mean, is he well, gonna, well, A, is, will he be on SmackDown? Right. And B, right. will he challenge? If he remains I mean, there, will he challenge I feel like, And I know I can't really, you know, uh, compare it to the Attitude Era and this, that, but, like, the Attitude... Like, there were some guys who were always going after the main belt. And that's right. Like, that was their thing. Right. And I just, the one time that it threw me off was when, um, it was, oh, the corporate ministry. When Undertaker had the, the title, but Triple H had the Intercontinental title, yeah. you know? And it was just like, the, but like, you know, you usually saw that the guys that were constantly going for that or in that area. And I think, yeah, now you kind of see a guy that will go up and a guy that kind of drops down a little bit more. Right. Yeah. It really didn't make sense to like have a title match. Granted, Intercontinental, but to be on a pre-show of WrestleMania, I mean, right. there's there's a couple other you know matches I think that could have swapped places with it. Um, the you know as as much as I hate to say it, you know they could have put one of the women's matches on there. Mm -hmm. You know, right. as as much they were both great matches, but still, you know, the Intercontinental has a little bit more history to it and stuff. Right. No, absolutely. I mean, they probably could have moved the like the SmackDown woman to like the end of the pre-show, right? And, and where you have Naomi winning it again and kind of right. like, and, you know being from because Orlando. where they put that and that's Dude, that, that, that place that, was weird. Yes, okay. I thought they yeah. were getting. I thought they like. Her I thought pocket. they got rid of it. Like, right. I I, I, <laughs> I texted our uh, um, one of our writers, Tim, who's a big WWE fan. He writes for us and stuff, 
And I was like, did they for, did they scratch the, the SmackDown match, you know, for the women's? And he's like, no, it's before the Roman Reigns match. I was like, are you serious? Yeah, it was a, yeah. a cool-down match. Yeah. Which, I, I just thought the placement was weird. Yeah, that was... And so, I think they could have definitely put that there in the pre-show. Probably had a little bit more live to it and stuff. Um, watching John Cena run down that it's, ramp is it's so far. <laughs> well, it's, it's so far. It's he even admits it, too. He's like, I'm going to be with you. I don't even see it. It's like I'm a meme, though. Right. And it's like it's like you know yeah. him and the ramp is so long, <laughs> yeah. and it's like it's like they come over and it's like I can't I'm I'm at, I'm at WrestleMania and yeah. it's just such a long run. You know what? Um, he looks so awkward running too. Um, the Ultimate Warrior came running around that corner like oh, yeah. Yeah. that was yeah. like hundred yards. Yeah. But the funny thing is when um, I'm sure we'll get to it later, but like when um, the Miz was making fun of him the next night, uh, did you see the way that he ran down the <laughs> ring? <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Oh my funny. gosh! Yeah. yeah. Um. The the last uh, pre show match and stuff um, was the um, oh no that was the Ambrose, yeah right? Dean Ambrose yeah. and stuff like that. Okay. and so it WrestleMania started off right at seven and they started off with a match that I thought could have literally been the main event the way it, it played out like mm-hmm. on paper pre before match I, I see where where they put it was yeah. Shane and AJ Styles but at the end of that match oh, I man. literally thought. That could have been the main event right there. Yeah. Granted, it, it ran long, but the way those two played it out and stuff was unbelievable. Like, Shane McMahon, I give him props for, like, he puts his body on the line. Oh, for he's, guy he's, got, he's got brass balls. Yeah. Yeah. And I was glad, too, that they had him do a lot of crazy stuff, but not, like, just jump off of something really It was hot. classic crazy, too. It was, yeah. like, it was the garbage can, getting, yep. you know, pin, yep. you know, corner the corner, corner and stuff like yeah. You know, corner to corner. And then he uh, he did do the, uh, you know, flying elbow onto, yep. you know, yeah. onto the announcer's booth, missing, you know. Yeah, he, missed the, yeah. he missed the shooting star press. Missed the shooting oh, star press. Yeah. yeah. And stuff. I mean, every single time, he, he always How old is he? I mean, he's... Oh, like 40s, 40s at least. Yeah. I thought he yeah. was probably, like, close He's got to kids that are, is, like, in their... Teens, yeah, early teens, early yeah, teens, early yeah, teens, yeah, teens, 40s or so, for sure. But like, I mean, you know, he looks like he's in good shape for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, looks like he stays active. Uh, you know, he's got those uh, McMahon jeans. Remember, his dad was ripped. You know, uh, that, well, steroids. Got, yeah, free access to steroids. Exactly, but yeah, I thought, uh, you know, forty-seven, forty-seven. Uh, AJ him. works his ass off as it is. Like, oh, he, that was awesome. like he, he is awesome. Like, but the thing I love about AJ is that he makes his opponents better. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He, yeah. Oh, he carries a lot of matches. Every single match that he's in, doesn't matter who it's with, it's like his matches are, like rise to another level and stuff. Not only him, but the way he sells the other guys too, because it seems natural. Like sometimes, I mean, you know, you'll watch and everybody has like you'll see something, and you're like, okay, that's like that's not that really. You know, like yeah. it was just mm-hmm. a kind of a little um, odd, but. With him, it just it looks so natural. Like, yeah, it looks oh, like yeah. it's, it's effortless. Yeah, like he's really smooth in the yeah, ring. Absolutely. I mean, you you could tell he's like a legit, you know, like seasoned for you know because oh, yeah. he's been all over. Obviously, you know, a uh, New Japan, uh, or, or you know where he wrestled Shinsuke, which yeah. was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. So who knows if we'll get that again coming up? But yeah, you know, like you guys are saying like he's he kind of elevates everyone else, no matter who he's working with. Um. And just like his moveset is awesome. Uh, like his character development as a whole was a lot of fun. Very, you know, very arrogant and whatnot. So yeah, I, I thought it was, it was a hell of a match. It could have definitely been you know later on in the card. So to get that as a kickoff was that was, was great. Yeah, that, yeah. Was great. that really set the tone for the rest of WrestleMania. Which 
I don't know if the rest of the matches lived up to it, but the the high coming off that match at least carried, you know, through the rest yeah. like the, the the those the beginning matches to middle matches to get us to the main cards and then being disappointed at the end with Taker, Ro- you know, Roman Reigns um, mm-hmm. and stuff. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the Raw's women's four way match that was. Anticlimactic. Yeah. I mean, we all knew that the minute Nia got into this match, that it was basically when it was, you know, pit, you know, just basically yeah. elimination match and stuff like that. Because wasn't it originally you could lose the title without even being pinned and stuff like that? That's the way that they were playing it out when it was uh, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, right? And, like yeah, and Charlotte, yeah. It wasn't and, and it wasn't elimination style. It was right. Triple threat. It was, like it was triple threat. Right. And yeah. So that was the whole thing. Bailey could have, you know, lost the belt without being pinned. Right. right. And then Nia comes in, so I'm thinking, okay, you know, she'll probably just pin somebody right. and get the title. And then they say, no, it's elimination. When they changed that to elimination, you knew good and well that they were going to put the three. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So Nia. yeah, three of the four horses. Yeah. Because she, yeah, because yeah, absolutely. Because she's been coming in just destroying everybody, right? You know, even Charlotte. Um, what I hope that they do, because like I said, I feel like, I mean, they can't really do a lot with the because there's four main women. On Raw, you know? well, for and, now, well, for now, that's for what now saying. until the tournament this summer, right? And so that's mm-hmm. what I, I, I think they would do well. It's kind of like we talked about before. If you did get all the women on one show and you brought back the four horse yeah. women, well, women. I, the, the, I guess my issue is like the storylines on both shows are are really stale right now. Well, because on Raw, it's what Charlotte has been leading the storyline right. for two years now, yeah. right? And so she's feuded with Bailey. I'm sorry, she's feuding with Sasha. Sasha. She's feuding with Bailey now, kind of, I guess yeah. you could say. Um, well, because they, they wore out the Charlotte-Sasha storyline. Yeah. Because it was, what, four pay-per-views in a row? Right. They did the Hell in the Cell, the Iron Man match. Yeah. And stuff. So, like, what else can you do? So, they have to, like, move it to something else. And so, like, I like Bailey as a wrestler, but I don't see her as being a champion that much, you know, much longer and holding that belt and stuff. I mean, who, who's she going to grab it to, though? Like, oh, our, they'll our, drop into Charlotte. I mean, again, yeah, uh, I think uh, Charlotte will get it. Or, or I think, or give Nia, Nia Jax will get it, you know, and, her, and her she'll be this. It'll be this like unstoppable. It's like when the Big Show one, you know, yeah, the belt like, and stuff yeah, like yeah. right. I mean, she, she's basically the, the female Braun Strowman. Like, right, she's, yeah, she's, yeah. You know, like, she's kind of unstoppable. She gets a little bit of action, like in the main event or the mm-hmm, you know yeah. the main female storyline. It's kind of like Braun did, right? Um, but you she's know, she's the odd one out though, still. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's still Sasha Bailey and uh, Charlotte on Raw. That was good how you said like the Big Show, like when they would do the you know the um, you know Fatal Four Ways, and it would be like The Rock, Triple H, Stone Cold, and Big Show. You know, it's just kind of like whoop, and that guy there. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I I can see it where like Nia wins it, she holds on to it for like a pay per view or two. Then they do another Fatal Four Way match, and you know something like that. They you know. Three against one, take out Nia, so then somebody else wins it and stuff. But there's supposedly another group of NXT women supposed to be moving up, you know. Um, What's the one lady that's Oscar? Oscar, yeah, yeah, Asuka, yeah. Dude, she, oh, she, so she's undefeated, right? And I, I forget the number right now. It's, it's, I think getting I believe it's triple Goldberg digits. Numbers. Yeah, it's it getting is, Goldberg yeah, numbers. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. she's undefeated. Uh, she's fun to watch. You, you know, know she, yeah. she, you know, she again, um, like uh, of of Japanese descent, but so has that like background, yeah. that Japanese style background, right? Yeah, uh, much like Shinsuke. Yeah, um, which is you know, uh, and he's you know he's strong style, but uh, yeah, she's very similar, very aggressive in the ring. Um, so actually, an, like an Oscar Nia matchup 
would, would be pretty cool. Right. That would and, be cool. I, and I believe I've seen that actually. I think in NXT. In NXT, yeah. yeah. In NXT, exactly. When Evan Maria was on there, because she, she was the like the instigator, and then Nia Jax would come right. in, and, you know, and be the the enforcer exactly. and stuff like that. Exactly. But yeah, yeah you know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what we get out of the woman. Like you said, there's a woman's tournament uh, coming the up summer. this summer. Yeah. Uh, Mark, like you said, I think if they if they were able to bring the woman together and, and probably on Raw because it's a three hour show, yeah. so they'd have more time to work with. Um, you you could have much better storylines, and like you said, you could reunite. You know, like the four horsewomen of NXT, and and that goes back to a previous conversation we had about having those like factions or those groups like right. DX, like yeah. the corporate ministry. Like the, the women the need that. Yeah. yeah. The, I, I mean, has there ever been... I think the men need it too, and, but... Because think about when the women were like <laughs> rising at a fast pace. You had the four horsewomen, mm-hmm. then the Bella Twins, Team Bella. Right. Um, and then what was that? The one that had the, the acronym that was, ended up being a porno name and stuff like that. Oh. Um, oh, my God. And they had to change it the next week. Yeah. It was hilarious. And stuff. But that's when the women's division right. kind of rose. Right. Like, with factions. Quickly. Yeah, with factions. And then they broke, they broke it mm-hmm. away with that and stuff like that. But yeah, it was some name that ended up being a porno, like a porno <laughs> movie and stuff like that. And so they had a like Bad Girls Club or something like that, you know, and and they had to change it and everything. I forgot what the name was, uh, but Paige was a part of it and mm-hmm. everything. And no, I, uh, uh, was it you submission could, sorority. Submission yeah. sorority. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ended up being a pornography. <laughs> <laughs> How does like no one ever yeah. see, like yeah. think yeah. that? Like submission yeah, sorority. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute, guys. Yeah. Let me check that real quick because that sounds like something I watched, you know, back in college. Yeah, like, Paige, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte. Right. I'll, I'll yeah. tell you, what, you could have some cool like uh, women factions though. So you know, so yeah. Becky Lynch, Charlotte, uh, Bailey, and Sasha. But then like maybe, maybe Becky maybe, Lynch and Charlotte need to go right. like, at it for a yeah, while. Absolutely. Those two, like Becky Lynch, gets kind of like. I don't know why, uh, but on SmackDown, she gets kind of like the short end of the stick yeah, a lot of those yeah. matches and stuff like that. And I think she would like do some great matches with Charlotte right now and stuff. And, you know, yeah. kind of break away from the Sasha-Charlotte feud. Right, exactly. Like so, just, again, just like by combining everything, right. there's so many more storylines. Yeah, right. Like, so hypothetically, maybe maybe you have like more of a, like a heel faction and it's like Nia and Alexa Bliss and like Natalia, right? Like, yeah, I, I mean, that, that'd be, I'd watch that. Yeah. yeah, you know, what I mean, that'd be awesome. Cause like the Natalia and Nikki Bella feud that happened for a while there, like the, the climax of it was that SmackDown match where it was the anything goes, you know, match where they oh, brought yeah. out the kendo sticks. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah, that was great. And then Maris got <laughs> to the freaking level oh, yeah. Yeah. in the backstage, which started the feud between Nikki and Maris and stuff. Um, but like yeah, they they definitely need the factions in in better storylines because right now it's just you know the matches are matches. The Bailey storyline, her you know wanting uh, like this has been her dream and stuff has been good, but I don't know if she's gonna be able to carry it as long. As uh, yeah, That's why I was kind of shocked she kept the the they right. let her keep or you know. Yeah, you know, like, like, like Bailey is great. I get she's very she's very PG, obviously very family friendly, which is kind of what right. WWE is going for. Right. Yeah. But like, oh, she definitely has a young girl. Oh, okay. you know, fan oh yeah. Club and stuff oh yeah. Like. I mean, yeah which, which is great. Yeah. Which is absolutely great. Um, but like for the, the the majority of the demographics who watch WWE, you know, like those That's like it, yeah. like like the men, um, it, it's it's kind of played out at mm. this point. You know what I mean? Right. Whereas, whereas Charlotte's like a badass. Um, and people like that, or like the same thing. Like they, they love the heels, right? Know? Exactly. Um, so, or, or or even Nia Jax, she's just like she's super powerful. 
and like uh, t- you know just like take. I'm what she wants. yeah, if you gave her the title for a while, no, she, she can use a push. Yeah. yeah, she can use a push for sure. And you could do so many different types of matches with her and everything. Uh, I think that in the future she'll she should get it. If she doesn't, it'll be a shame. Um, so after the the fatal four way match, we probably got the biggest highlight of WrestleMania with the uh, the tag the Raw Tag Team Championship match, which was originally supposed to be a three way between. Uh, uh, Cesaro and Sheamus versus Enzo and Big Cass versus uh, Anderson and Gallows. But then, right before the match started, we got the big surprise, which for some people already figured it out because it kind of been rumored out. But the Hardy Boys get entered into it, and that to me was the moment of WrestleMania mm-hmm. 33. Like yep. the John Cena proposing to Nikki Bella. <laughs> the, the, the worst kept secret of the whole year. without a doubt but and you also cried when it happened. I, I'm still crying over yeah, it exactly. you know, it's, it was beautiful um, the emotion that John Cena gave you know, oh, it was God. unbelievable um, but no I think it was great that whatever WWE did to get the Hardy Boys to yeah. come back to WWE and to be a part of Wrestlemania in that short of time because what they, they fought in Ring of Honor literally like the week before right or I thought it was even the like, night before. Yeah, or it was the night before. I thought, wasn't it? I think so. I mean, I, I, I knew it was that week. So yeah, yeah. Like to me, that was unbelievable. However, they figured it out, managed it out, and stuff like that. And then to think that Enzo and Big Cass were going to get the Raw Tag Team Championship, and within literally like forty-eight hours, they were told, "Yeah, it's not going to happen." Yeah. That's going to suck for them, but at the same time, for the fans, that was probably the best moment for a lot of these. Yeah, and I mean, how do, you, how do you deny the Hardy Boys of that, too? You know, oh, without a doubt. No, you can't, you cannot bring the Hardy Boys back, especially to WrestleMania 33. Right. And not give them a championship belt. And oh, so, yeah. since the SmackDown tag team basically weren't, weren't playing out. Um, it, it was awesome. I mean, I, I've always... Love the Hardy Boys. I, I think they're just so entertaining to watch. Obviously, um, great performers, um, and it's it's great having them back. That and I think that is what the tag team division needs because we, we kind of talked about it. You know, maybe it was a month or so ago, and you know the the tag team division just has been. Kind of well, how about in literally 24 hours, Raw's tag team division just like got a big boost with the Hardy Boys, and then what was it, Revival? Yeah, um, Revival came, came in, yeah. from up from the NXT. So now you've got five tag team, full time tag right. team partnerships. Yeah, not in. You could still include, you know, random tag team partnerships now into the mix, which I still think they need to go back to. Like, yeah. think about the Rock and Sock connection and so yeah. forth. Some of the great tag team partners weren't tag team partners to start off with. Right. And stuff. But the what was amazing to me was, granted, now, Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy still wrestle. They've been wrestling forever. But to see how they've been able to stay in the shape that they have to do the stuff that they've Seriously, been doing yeah. as long as... And watching Jeff Hardy do the swanton off of that That's double cool. ladder onto Cesaro and Sheamus... I mean that just you know brought down the house on them. And he's do you see he stood on it like he stood on it 
Oh, like the thin way as the well. The thin way, yeah. Like, that was mm. weird. Like, I don't know. It's just, they it, still got I can't, it, man. I can't wrap my mind around that. They still got it. The question is, do they keep the delete and broken, you know? I I think... I think they'll do. They'll throw they'll, as much money as they need to. Figure, they'll yeah, figure something out. I think they're delaying it right now and walking that line, obviously, because you saw it a little bit from, you know... Yeah. What they're doing. And I think they're trying to find some loopholes and trying to find ways to either pay as little as possible. Right. Yeah. Well, I think they're trying to ease into it, too. You know what I mean? Because, right. like, how many people actually know of the, the TNA, you know, broken Matt Hardy and Brother Nero as opposed to the WWE, you know, universe? So, I think, right. you know, they're, they're kind of easing into it. You know, some of his tweets and, uh, you know, some of his uh, his promos and such. And then eventually, you know, if if the bio kind of goes through, or if they, you know, if they kind of work their magic, um, you know, perhaps he does go full broken and the whole brother Nero kind of thing. Um, brother Nero, brother Nero, oh, brother. Yeah. right? Dude, I'll, I love I'll, that dude. You know, I mean, there's there's so much stuff on YouTube about it. It's 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 pretty fascinating. It really is. Like for, for him, to, I mean, he's had a huge impact, right? You know, uh, on on wrestling, you know, this whole calendar year. Yes. Um, you know, like good or bad, whether you love or hate the character. Uh, like people talk about it quite a bit, and like, I, like I, it was there was a random video that popped up on, on Facebook for me, and it was uh TMZ Sports interviewing Broken Matt Hardy. Oh, I watched oh, it. Oh yeah, I watched that, it. It was two minutes. You know what? I think that's good too, though, is because I don't know about you guys, but especially like during the Attitude Era, I feel like Jeff Hardy got so much more of the focus, oh, whether yeah. it was for good or bad right. reasons. You know what I mean? Like obviously, just he's he's you know in the air more and stuff like that. Um, or, you know, when he went through some of his lower times in life. Yeah. Um, so I think to, uh, have that for Matt was really good. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean that, like that whole broken storyline revived his career. Absolutely. Because that basically gave him, you know, a new persona, a new, new kind of niche and stuff like that. And then, and brought his career back and stuff. I hope the WWE buys the rights to their pay-per-view. Yeah. Like, inputs on the <laughs> WWE network. Show. You don't know how many people would subscribe to the WWE network just to watch that pay-per-view. Right, and I, I well, I think once more people kind of learn of, like, the whole broken gimmick, and, and again, I don't know the numbers, the, the number of views on YouTube or whatever, but I don't think there are nearly as many as uh, some of the WWE videos. Oh, no. You know, so once they kind of get that out, and the the whole like a bigger audience is introduced to it, I think it could really take off. Right. It's like it's like a, I mean it's a marketing goldmine. It really is. Right. Um. What's was sad about WrestleMania? Well, I mean, it was there was a lot of good, but then there was a lot of just kind of eh moments. Um. Was that following that highlight of Matt the Hardy Boys coming back and stuff like that? You get the John Cena Nikki Bella versus Miz Maurice yeah. uh, matchup, which ended up being just John Cena versus Miz. That's what I was kind yeah. of disappointed. Yeah, because yeah. Mark, you and I were talking about how they were going to play that mixed tag team matchup. Because yeah. we know good and well that Cena wasn't going to ruin his reputation by hitting Maurice. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And the WWE wasn't going to have anything with, you know, as. As much as we talked about how women should be in the Royal Rumble yeah. and type deal, or like the women should have their own Royal Rumble type, you know, thing, yeah. we, we knew that it, like Cena was not going to be laying That's the SmackDown on on Maurice and stuff. So, what was great about the match was how Miz played into the whole uh, Daniel, Daniel Bryan thing, thing yeah. and yeah. stuff. Like he played the crowd really well. I'll give Miz credit is that 
He may not be the most popular character, but he plays the heel really oh, well. And, you know, he, he, at the beginning of the match, avoiding Cena at all costs and stuff, and then, you know, doing every single Daniel Bryan. And you know that the next interview that Bryan does with Miz, Miz is going to call him out. Because remember, um, Daniel Bryan called him out for not being a technical wrestler. Right. Now he's going to be like, I did all your freaking moves yeah. on your boy, John oh, Cena, yeah. and stuff. So, but... Like you said, the worst kept secret in probably WWE history at the end of the match with the help of Al Roker and, you know, <laughs> and with the intros and, you know, and stuff. Um, John Cena proposes to Nikki Bella after season after season on Total so, Divas. So, yeah. yeah and then, and total, it, it's a total, ba- total Bella. Total Bella as yeah. well, yeah. Jeez, that so Cena damn swore shows. that he would never get married again because he had a, a previous marriage at you know, it didn't work out, um, but supposedly, and like he says, he won't have kids either and stuff like that, which is weird because, I mean, nothing against the guy, you know, whatever, he doesn't want to have kids, but the guy does so much for, um, so much like charity yeah. work, charity work, right. yeah, like, he, yeah. Had, he holds the Guinness World, World Record for the, uh, most number of wishes granted, yeah, yeah. wishes granted, right, exactly, he does wish. so much work with, 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 uh, kids with children, and, I, I guess, you know, I don't know. But I get it. I mean, if you don't have, if you knew that you didn't have the time and commitment to be yeah. a dad, then well, don't and, do it. And, yeah. and that guy is busy. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. Like, like so filming movies I respect and TV him. shows. Yeah. No, I respect him one hundred percent for for making that decision. But um, proposing to Nikki Bella, I mean, that was being played out over and over every week on SmackDown. You knew that that was working out uh, the way it was. And then what basically ticked it, like tipped it off, was at the beginning of the match. John Cena's mom and Nikki Bella's family yeah. were right there oh, ringside. Just happened to be ringside yeah, at WrestleMania. Oh, that. Like, what? Are you guys are here? No way. Yeah, I'm shocked. Shocking. Shocking. And I think they were trying to do like what they did with Macho Man. And Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. but it just didn't have the same. Who, who, now, who would win the match between Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth versus Cena, Nikki Bella? Ooh. The face of WWE versus the face of Slim Jim. (laughs) Uh, Macho Man Performance Ohio. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh goodness! Like the the match as a whole um, between Cena and like Cena and and, uh, Nikki and then Maurice and I mean it was fine. I I don't know. Didn't really do much for me. Well, it, it was. I wish they had done a little bit more with Nikki and Maurice because they started right. off with them, and then Maurice kind of they, they did the whole like heel thing, yeah. you know, and stuff, which I got it and stuff. I just was a little bit disappointed um, that the match didn't play out as much as I wanted it to. Right. For as much as they built it up, because oh, that the, was the, what the, two there was, months. There was a lot yeah. of build up for that. Yeah, that like, was like, two months like in the story making. building. Right. And like kind of like everything going into it with the whole like where the Miz and Maurice. Uh, imitated yeah, Cena because and it, it goes into the show Total Divas. Mm-hmm. It went into the, the Natalia Nikki Bella match where Nikki, you know, got thrown into yeah. Maurice right, in the backstage yeah. when it was that. And so it was all those things, you know, just adding up and stuff. And so to build up two months of that match, and I, I understand like the the real motive behind it was for so Cena could propose to Nikki Bella. But man, the match wise, you know. Because that's what we're honestly we're here to watch is not for somebody to propose to somebody else as as great as it was, but to watch a match and you know the highlight was was when Miz started doing all Daniel Bryan's moves right. and stuff and like really kind of like catering to the audience and like yeah. can't, like you know kind of getting a reaction out of them yeah which was which was the first like the the very start of the match 
And then, it, I don't know, again, it, didn't, didn't, it just kind of went downhill for me, and it was, it was fine. Right. Whatever. It is what it is. Now, the one that I still can't make out of, and still funny watching Triple H riding a tricycle down the ramp <laughs> and stuff. But the but police escort, like, what, why does he have a police escort? But, yeah, this match here, Triple H versus Seth Rollins, I, I couldn't figure it out. Like, I don't know if I've, I, I, like, I've watched it twice now, and we're watching it now again, and stuff, and I just... I think Triple H is done as a wrestler. Like, the this storyline between him and Seth Rollins, if I watch another promo well, of I, it, it, it Triple was, H it was talking so about how... Like, yeah. like, oh, like, the build-up was sloppy. Yes. Like, yes. You, all right, so... So, so I, let me... Correct me if I'm wrong. Rollins was pissed that Triple H cost him the WWE Universal title and gave it to Kevin Owens. Right. And, you know, remember when like, Triple H oh, yeah. appeared out of the crowd one time right. and, and pedigreed, like, Roman... And fucking uh, and um, uh, Seth and gave it to Owens, and then he was upset about that, and then and then there was nothing for a while. Right. And then next, you know, like Seth Rollins shows up at NXT Takeover. I believe it was in Texas. Yeah. Uh, maybe San Antonio. Um. And like calls out Triple H, and and then Rollins hurts his knee because of Samoa Joe. Uh, it's just I, you know. I, See, I, and I thought Samoa Joe was gonna come into yeah, this match. Exactly. You know, you had him yeah. and stuff. And because it was an unsanctioned match right. and all that kind of stuff, and it just like a lot of things I thought were gonna play out did not play the, out. The, this match felt like forced. Like I felt like they right. had to have this match because like Rollins wanted his revenge, or, or they had to complete the storyline, or whatever. Or because Triple H just wanted a match in WrestleMania, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, right. You know, he, he was uh, he was the main event last year with uh, him and versus Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. because Reigns won the, the Rumble that uh, was it 2016. And then what was it? Was it three or four years ago? He he wrestled Daniel Bryan, so Bryan had to beat him in order to get into the title match, mm-hmm. so that he won the title. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I mean, what is? I don't understand why Triple H needs needs all these matches. Like, what right. is? He's not Undertaker. He doesn't have a streak going on. Right. So far. And he's. I, I give the man credit. He's a businessman. He's like what he's done with NXT and bringing in you know the new development. You know developmental crews and stuff like that and made like the WWE a like an athletic mm-hmm. you know industry has been great but the matches he's been in recently I think the last great match or like last good match he was in was with him and Daniel Bryan you know where he had a you know Daniel Bryan had to beat Triple H in order to get into the title match but ever since then it's kind of been you know the storylines have been so, Chop- so. choppy yeah, like, like a choppy at best, and we get these twenty-minute promos, right? Of oh my, know, well, Triple uh, H yeah. talking on Raw and SmackDown. They're just in the ring the whole time, like talking, right, and talking, and like nothing happens, and like he doesn't do anything. Like he'll send Joe out there, right? You know, on Raw, and uh, you know, it's, see, that's where I, I thought it was going to turn into. I was like, maybe Triple H acts like he's going to wrestle, and then says, "Nope, you're going to do some Mojo," and then yeah. build a. You know, a match out of that for yeah, the future. Yeah, I mean, like a few. I don't, the Joe even had a match at WrestleMania. Nope. I mean, he's been on the. I, I feel like he's because I thought Sami Zayn and, and Samoa Joe were they were gonna like try to put some sort of pre right. pre show match. So uh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, that yeah. would have been a good one to put together and stuff like that. You know, but this match just I still don't get it. Like, I like Seth Rollins, but I didn't like this match. I like Triple H, the old Triple H. Yeah. As the wrestler, I like yeah. Triple H, the businessman. The what is he? The C? Uh, I don't know. What did he yeah. call himself? 
He's not the CEO, right. but like the. So like something with, with like like, like with, the, with the creative talent and yeah, whatnot, and like, like the storyline. Yeah, I think he's he's done a great job of that. And then yeah, Seth Rollins' intro with this, this the, was awful. the Olympic torch, like that, like, and, and then, then like the the pathway lights up. That didn't make sense. That's the dumbest thing too. Like that's that's awful. I, I, what is the point of that? Like, are you setting him on fire? I don't get it. Uh, oh, Kane. Yeah, well, I mean, the yeah, cheap well, version. It, it would have made sense for that. Yeah. yeah, the cheap, and then the eighty-five yard walk down the yeah. ramp and stuff. Like, it's such a long ramp. Yeah, dude, right. No, but a, a, as a whole, this match, uh, probably the best part of this match was when Stephanie McMahon went through a table. Oh yeah, but and, that was even garbage too. Yeah, like the the bump that Triple H went into Stephanie McMahon wasn't even believable. Right. Like he even right. he, oh, like, yeah. he stopped oh, yeah. himself. He did. And then kind of went like, oh, yeah. and and then she had to like sell it like, oh my gosh, no. Right. And then Vince comes out the next day on Raw and is like, my daughter's hurt, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know when we're going to see her back. Right? And, then, well, and then the whole crowd was like, yes, yes. yes. Uh, you guys are being very sympathetic <laughs> here. And it's so weird too because I mean with Stephanie, like even leading up to this, Stephanie really didn't have much of a say in in their dispute. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. She wasn't a rat, like, she was... She was a cheerleader, like... Yeah, and then, like, all of a sudden, it was like, she's on the on the trike coming down, like, and I'm like, what? What? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. yeah she was like, you better... Uh, I think it was one time, she was like, you better hope that you don't see Triple H, like, you know, you don't want to piss you him off. You don't waking up the, the old Triple H. Right, exactly. Like, he, yeah. he works really hard to, like, suppress... That inner rage and whatnot, right? And then he comes out and gets and gets his ass whooped in the first ten minutes, yeah. and and then uh, you know the, uh, when uh, the little sledgehammer that made an appearance, that was kind of a throwback. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, uh, every I mean, Triple H match has well, exactly. sledgehammer. He didn't do much with it, but you know a bit of a uh, a hat tip, if you will, to right. uh, you know some and days in the past. The knee brace cover ups was <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it looked like a Power Ranger. Like Seth Rollins yeah, wearing yeah. a Power Ranger outfit and stuff like. Don't get me wrong. Like I think the 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 that he was injured from Samoa Joe, but not to the extent of what they were trying to make out. Right. You, you kind of have to wonder because so he wrestles here. He wrestled the next night on Raw. Right. Yeah. As part of a tag match with uh with Finn. Um. So you know, like what what percent is he ready yeah, to go? You know. What yeah. Because I mean? yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of wrestling. For, in a a hours. torn MCL. I mean, there's right. no way. As much as like. Planning and shifting and you know weight transfer you're putting on, right? You know, there's be no way. Yeah. Next oh, Even without a doubt, yeah. Recovered. There's no way. Like, so he he was injured, but I don't think. Oh my god, it like, was so awkward. Yeah, like this match was just so awkward. Oh, couldn't get over the barricade yeah. together. But you know what? It proves a point to like. I remember um, watching an interview with Bret Hart, and Bret Hart just basically just bad mouth Triple H the entire time, saying that he wasn't. A real wrestler that, mm. like, going into the ring with Triple H, you didn't know what you were gonna get, and it's true, you don't know what you're gonna get. He's a smart-minded guy business-wise, but when it comes to the in-ring stuff, like, there's never been. Think about like you could probably do a top 100 list of greatest matches of all time in WWE history. I don't even think I could put one of Triple H's matches in there. Well, yeah. I think. If you did, it would be because of the other people in the match. Right. Not right. Okay. Right. Like, yeah. Or like him losing to like Stone Cold Steve Austin right. to win the right. title right. or like yeah. The Rock, you know, something like that. 
But yeah, not because of Triple H. Well, because I thought one of the really good matches was when they had the undisputed champion that Jericho won. Right. Remember that? And he was in it, but it wasn't good because of him. Right. It was also because it was Stone Cold, The Rock, Jericho. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I, like, I'm just glad it's over with. Cause right. I'm, I'm tired <laughs> yeah, of the 20-minute promo anymore, and stuff like that and everything. And that was... Um, so I mean, it makes you wonder: Is is Rollins gonna feud with Joe now, or how? Like, how's that gonna work? Um, I guess we got a little taste of that on Raw, but you know, I guess we'll see, again we'll see what the Superstar Shakeup holds for us. Yeah. on Mon- Monday. So Monday. I think in Superstar Shakeup wise, you're gonna see Rollins because of being in this feud with Triple H go to SmackDown, mm-hmm. and because Stephanie doesn't want him there, right? Blah, blah, stuff like that, you know. But, um, but, she, but she's laid up for... Well, that's why I think. That's why I think Triple H is going to blame him right. and stuff like that. You need to go to SmackDown. I think you're going to see Seth Rollins go over there. Um, and then you might see, you know, like Miz because he's in his feud with... Mm-hmm. Uh, or AJ Styles. AJ Styles, since he's feuding with Shane McMahon, go, you know, those yeah, two right. are the, those two are going to be main ones that flip. Yeah. But you oh, can I mean, also no, see... I mean, those, are two, those are two big pieces. Oh, without a doubt. Um, you know, there, there's some minor ones too. Like, for example, like, like Sami Zayn should go... To go to SmackDown. Yeah, like yeah, I, I, I think a change of scenery would do him yeah. wonders. So yeah, because if you're not gonna have him do a feud with uh, with Joe, with Joe, uh, there's right. no point. Right, exactly. But like, you know, he he is in like a upper mid card like guy at minimum. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like he he has at the very least intercontinental champion like potential, if not above that. Um. You know, so it, it'd be good. He can get some some good feuds in over there, whether it's like Sammy and Dolph Ziggler right. or Sammy and Dean Ambrose. Another one that I think is going to move over, and we didn't talk about this match. I, I skipped over, um, but um, not because on purpose or anything. I just forgot about it. Was the uh, is Jericho? I think Jericho is going to switch over. Yeah. Um, that match between him and Kevin Owens, you know, is what it is. I yeah. didn't think it was anything stellar or anything. You know. Um, and I, you know, that was one of the, the matches was like, it was put in the perfect place. It was, yeah. you know, early on, you know, the title switch. And I think the reason why the title switch is because they're moving Jericho over. Well, I, it's time I, well, that well, I thought he was going actually on tour with his band. Oh, I, maybe. I yeah. Yeah. For, for, um, like kind of like a summer tour with his band Fozzy. Yeah. Cause I know he's got that contract. Right. It's kind of like. Brock Lesnar, where exactly. he can show up here and there. And exactly. Stuff. So I think his contract is coming up to, uh, towards the end of April, maybe May. Okay. And then he's going away for a little bit to do the band thing, and then he'll be back at some point. So I mean, I mean, conceivably he could switch, obviously, and you know, be on SmackDown for a month, yeah. and then kind of go do his thing with his band. But obviously, you know, that better get the belt off him. Yeah. Um, before the the shake up and before you know he left. And that story's really. I mean, it was a good story. Don't get me wrong, but it's run its course. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. over now. Which is which is what's great about WrestleMania is like you have a ideally you that's have a season full, finale. Yeah, well, right. well for, for some things apparently, but there there's still a few uh, like the rant, and actually we'll get to this next probably the Randy Orton Bray Wyatt. That, yeah, that, that kind of continued into into SmackDown on Tuesday, but well, was, I, I think what you'll start to see more too is. More now that Finn Balor's back, it's more of a maybe even something between he and um, Kevin Owens because Owens has right. a universal title and he claims to be the right. Yeah, he was the first one. He was right. the yep. first time, and people right. seem to forget that you know Finn held that title for about twenty four hours. Yeah, not yeah. even. Yeah, jeez, yeah. he won the title. Yeah, yeah. you know, pretty unfortunate. So, um, similar situation with 
uh, in the women's division with Naomi yeah. winning the, yeah. the oh, yeah. SmackDown yeah. championship yeah. and then having to give it up, but then being able to come back in less than 30 days. That's what got me about that, that storyline yeah. because they told her that she had to give it up since she couldn't defend the title within 30 uh -huh. days. So they gave it to Alexa Bliss. But then in less than 30 days, Naomi back, yeah. comes back. So either the injury Wasn't was bad, as bad as yeah. they thought originally thought it was or they try to make a storyline out of it that didn't make any sense at all yeah. and stuff. Um, and so, but when Naomi came back in the SmackDown prior to WrestleMania, and everybody knew that that was she was going to win that one right. because it was right. in her hometown of Orlando oh, yeah. and everything. And you know, whenever it, it seems like whenever WWE has to take away a title from somebody because of injury, when they come back, they it's almost like they right. automatically right. get it right back. Right. So I I think we're all expecting like Finn to you'll get the US belt because I don't think you're going to see yeah. Finn versus. Uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. That'd be a hell of a match, though. That would be. That'd be a hell of a match. But I don't think you're... Like, I mean, are, are we going to see... Uh, I like, think you uh, see Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Are we, we going to see Lesnar-Strowman? Maybe. Because, you know, that, that little thing on Raw. I, think, they got you're gonna, little, I, I think you're going to see... Uh, for Going for the belt, at least for a little while, would be Reigns... If, yeah, Lester, if Reigns doesn't switch over to SmackDown, it's going to be Reigns Lesnar. Yeah, because if, if Reigns goes, I could see Strowman being that guy. Right. Well, know? and even before, that'd be an awesome yeah, match. Because yeah. look, you just got Finn Balor back from a devastating injury. Yeah. You can't risk him going up against Brock Lesnar, right? And risking true. another yeah. injury true. like that. I mean, you're 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 banking on these NXT guys like Seth Rollins and Finn Balor to carry. You know the show into the future and stuff like that. So you have to be very careful who you match up with. So I, I, I would be scared out of my mind with Finn Balor stepping in the ring yeah, with Brock Lesnar yeah. after what point. that match with him and Goldberg turned out to be. That's a good point. It's a real good point. Yeah. But yeah, no, like you said, uh, maybe maybe Finn versus Owens for the, the what is it, US, US belt. belt. Yeah, yeah. let him get the US belt and right. Can you know, kind of get back into the flow of things, right. like build him up and like maybe get the belt off Lesnar. Um, and then and then kind of have Finn kind of pursue it. And, and again, we, like we don't, is 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 AJ coming over? You know, because maybe like who knows? I would trust AJ with Brock Lesnar. Right. I would also trust AJ with Finn Balor. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, without a doubt, that'd be a hell of a match too. That would be. You could do so many different storylines with that with those two on that one. Um, but Roman Reigns versus Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, he fights, well, well, he, he well, fights himself. Superman yeah, yeah, punches himself. Himself. Vince McMahon. Yeah, he fights crazy. himself, and they both win titles. Yeah. Um. So the the last three matches were one was surprising, one was what we expected, and the other one was the ultimate disappointment. And <laughs> I don't know how you 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 send off a guy who's a legend that way, but. Um, mm -hmm. So, Randy Orton beating Bray Wyatt was a surprise to me. Like, why give Bray Wyatt the title for, yeah, yeah, for yeah. that time? Like for a month? A month. 30 because days. Because he won an el elimination chamber. chamber. And so, he's had it for a month. And that, that's, like, that's not enough time to do anything. Right. And to me, Bray Wyatt, granted, he may not be the superstar of Randy Orton status yet. But I thought that was a great. I thought it was a great opportunity for Bray's character to really right, yeah. to grow as well, an individual because he had grown as you know the Wyatt family yeah. and stuff like that for a long, and they got their you know their fame that way. But for him as an individual wrestler, I thought if he keeps the title after WrestleMania, they can really have it grow from you know as a character wise. And so Randy Orton beating him 
didn't make sense in my eyes. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. I mean, I was looking forward to that match, and it uh, uh, underdelivered. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, underdelivered. Like, especially uh, for the build-up. The right. Build up well, was, right. It was so weird too with Bray Wyatt's like, you know, demon as stuff going on in the mat and everything. See, when they do that, where you know it's like in the middle of the match, they put the uh, oh yeah, 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 the maggots, the worms, and the mat. That was cool. This cool, but it takes away from the match. Right. I think. You know, and the flow of things and stuff. And so, I thought it was really, like, the way they did it for WrestleMania was awesome and stuff. You know, um, it, it, it's great for his character, but it, it's like, for me, it just, like, took me out of the, the match a little bit and stuff. Um, and so, I think that's what kind of took me away from that match. And But to, to do it, because they did it, what, like, four times? Yeah, yeah like, there was, like, maggots, roaches, roaches and yeah. stuff. I was like, all right, Bray's gonna keep it. Bray's gonna keep it, and then it ended up being Randy Orton. Well, and, and the, uh, the ending was really, like, really quick too. Yeah, like you know, it, it was it was an RKO, obviously, but like it just it was like yeah. the third it one. Was, yeah, yeah, it was like really underwhelming. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like, oh, like RKO's. I guess that's the end of it. Uh, you know, whereas some of these other matches had like really, like really strong finishes. Mm-hmm. I felt like it just like ended, and that was it was very anticlimactic. I right. actually feel like they're having a, a difficult time figuring out what they want to do with Randy Orton because it's like. He's not like fitting, like story wise. It's just like he's not really fitting. Yeah, in. him with the Wyatt family had that made absolutely weird. no sense it was whatsoever. So weird and stuff. I like I did not understand that whatsoever. Um, so to see him like when did it, you know, Randy Orton winning the belt's good. I just didn't. It didn't make sense to me in like in my eyes. But hey, you know, I don't get paid the big bucks to. Well, to but run like WWE. In, in just the build up, like because let's see, he won the Royal Rumble. Right. Yep. And then, but then he like said that he wasn't going to fight Bray Wyatt because they were because they were within the same faction. Right. That but, whole storyline didn't but make sense. Then he had to. Then he decided he wanted to, but he then had to like earn that spot back or so. It was just like what? Because he had to defeat AJ Styles. Yeah. To get the the title, but like that whole storyline of Randy Orton joining the Wyatt family because he couldn't beat them, so he. Was like just hiding in the background yeah. to to then have to win the win the Royal Rumble to then saying I'm not gonna fight you to then having to beat AJ Styles right. was all part of his master plan. Just that's, dude, a, that's a hell of a plan. That is one hell of a freaking plan. Jeez. Just win the freaking Rumble and you just have to beat Bray you know Bray right. Wyatt that way. Well, and, and I guess my is like this feud's still going on because Bray gets a rematch. Yes. And then as we saw on SmackDown, like he challenged him to a House of Horrors match. Whatever the hell that is. I don't um, know what the hell that is. Well, they're coming here, actually. Yeah, they're, 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 they're on our job. Yeah, well. Yeah. It's the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Right. So, like, what, like, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. You get to cosplay. Like, and, so. and also, like, when is this match? Because the next pay-per-view is Raw exclusive. Right. So are we saying it's May? Like, I don't know. Probably. I don't even I forget the name of the pay-per-view right that's now. That's a long time to still drag this. Right. That's like another eight weeks, out. approximately. You're going to drag this out another eight weeks. That's Probably. asinine. Especially especially when you have the, the damn Superstar shakeup. And, and Shinsuke just debuted, and right, I, yeah. there's 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 too much going on, and too many other possibilities to drag this out another eight weeks. Yeah, uh, I mean it just didn't make sense. Did you guys see that Seth Rollins did a frog splash on Triple H with his back? Like, <laughs> yeah. On his back, like see that's why Triple H is a bad wrestler. Just like you, you hit him in the ass. Yeah, you butt humped him. Right. You know, frog splash style. Made absolutely no sense whatsoever. No. But um, so the match that we all knew who was going to win this because it just it is what it is. 
was Lesnar versus Goldberg. And I don't know. Like, to me, it seems Goldberg must have been injured or something because none of the matches made absolutely any type of sense that he was in since his return. Yeah, all those squash matches that lasted two minutes. Yeah. And then the build-up for the WrestleMania match, and it all it ended up being was three spears. Did you get a, you got a jackhammer off, mm-hmm. right? A jackhammer, and then ten German suplexes from Brock Lesnar with the F five. Yeah. Wow. And then that was it. Like, and we had an, and that was another thing on Raw that we got twenty minute promos about of hearing Paul Wait, Heyman Paul talk, Heyman, yeah. talk and stuff. It, don't get me wrong. I think Brock Lesnar is a hell of an athlete, and I mean, shit, the guy won the damn UFC title, yeah. you know, and wrestling all American, yeah, and stuff like that. So to me, it had to have been Goldberg was not in in match shape. He had to have been injured because there's no way, no how. Well, he was a crappy wrestler already, technically wise. You know, everybody admitted that because he what like ended like what three wrestlers' careers and stuff. Um, in WCW, oh, I don't know that. Yeah, yeah and I forgot who was the most popular one. He ended. Uh, he gave Bret Hart a concussion. That he ended Bret Hart, uh, Bret Hart's career with the concussion. Um, and then there was two other guys that he basically did something like just technically didn't you know perform mm-hmm. the um, m- you know move correctly and ended their careers wise and oh, stuff. Wow. Yeah, and so. I just didn't understand that match. We knew I knew who was gonna win. We knew that Brock Lesnar was gonna win. It, and that's stuff. still I was like, just odd to me because I. I mean, I, just, gotcha. I, don't, I don't know what they want to do with the universal title though. Is the thing because. I, I mean, because you know that's gonna be only fought every pay per view. Every pay per view. So I, I just. It's I like know. Triple H status now. That's Remember when Triple crazy. H? You're gonna put the belt on someone who fights. Just the just the pay per views, and not every pay per view. Exactly, it's like eight pay per views out of a year. So right. they fight eight matches a year, is what we're saying. And not even all eight. Like he's not even contracted to do all eight. He doesn't have to. That's uh, that's I don't. That's so, why he so, signed back so with the WWE and not with UFC. When we tune into Raw, heaven help us, uh, we're never gonna see the Universal Title defended until Lesnar loses the belt. Yeah, you're right. That's awful. Yep. The, so that's awful. It's a it's a waste of a here's the thing one it's a waste of a belt, but two it's a waste of like the belt, right? Without <laughs> a doubt, you know I, I mean I that the top belt. Yeah, that's the intrigue of why and you know the title defenses and, I, I yeah I just I feel like it's just a, a waste. So then you look at Raw and what do you have? You have Intercon or you have the uh, U.S. U.S. title the cruiserweight and the tag and the and, women's. Yeah, I mean there's there's nothing. Outside of the Intercontinental for singles, there's no other belt to really um, go after. If Brock Lesnar has it, and it's only going to be on pay-per-views. Yeah, and it's... So, like, the 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 reason why Brock signed back to WWE on his, and didn't go back to uh, UFC was because the WWE promised that he could choose what... Um, what pay per views he wanted to wrestle in? He could only he only had to fight in so many raw matches, and the raw matches could have been any time that he declares he's you know he wants to, and that he can fight at any time any 
pay-per-views he wanted to. Where in UFC, he was dictated oh, yeah. on when he was who he was going to fight and when he was going to fight. And so he basically he I mean smart money I would have done no, the schedule yeah, yeah, I would have yeah, done exactly. the same decision yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes no schedule you know, but don't give him don't give Brock Lesnar the title just make him one of those like hey you're lucky you get to this pay per view because you get to see Brock Lesnar go up against you know somebody like Goldberg or somebody like right. you know, Undertaker and match, stuff. Yeah. yeah exactly that make him be that but well, to give him the title I think they kind of. Back themselves in the corner a little bit because obviously Goldberg came back and I think probably part of the deal was like you could have the title one last time sort of a deal right and then it ended up going you know it pinned him up against Lesnar and there's nothing they could do with it oh I'm sorry Mark We're, like we have that uh, Triple H Seth Rollins match on oh, yeah. And like it just happens to be that the the, <laughs> the sledgehammer just happens yeah, to be there. Seth Rollins just happens to go under the mat and find the sledgehammer, and the look that Triple H looks like it's like finding his ex girlfriend. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, oh. what are you doing here? Yeah. And then Rollins yeah. picks up a chair and instead of hitting him with it, he, he like throws, throws it, at it him. over <laughs> his head. Like, oh man, I, I just feel like like that that really takes away from like the validity of things, right? And I, listen, it's fake, obviously shocking. No, but those are the type of things that. AJ Styles sells. Right, exactly. Without Sometimes. a doubt. Sells it. You know, without a doubt. Like, like I'm sorry. Like, you you made Shane McMahon look like a wrestler. Now, there's some parts yeah. of it where Shane looked absolutely horrible. Like, when he's, like, phased and he's throwing those punches <laughs> and stuff. Like, that. like, God, Shane, you look horrible doing that. But the rest of the stuff, I mean, AJ helped him sell. And stuff, yeah. Where matches where there's two veteran wrestlers can do it. Stephanie McMahon. Good. Gosh, it was my train. <laughs> that was, but that was probably one of the greatest storylines ever. Was when Stephanie was gonna marry Christian, but then Triple H drugged her and married her <laughs> <laughs> in the biggest chapel. <laughs> which ended up being her entire ruse itself. Oh, like that, one of the was greatest. It, no, it was Tess. Tess, that's what it was. Tess. I'm sorry, Tess. That's yeah. right. They were like under that gazebo yeah. in the middle of the ring yeah. with the little arches. Oh and they, yeah. And, and the reaction of Stephanie McMahon when she saw this. Like, nah. yeah, yeah, he was like holding her hostage yeah. or something, wasn't he? And yeah. it's like she was drugged and like passed out and they do the drive up like wedding chapel in Vegas. And he's like oh speaking God. for her. Yes, I do marry you, Triple H. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was one of the greatest storylines ever. But, and so, last match of WrestleMania, uh, Mark, you said this was the best match ever. No, no. Um, <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Undertaker. Like, I, I don't get it. Undertaker is, would you say, top five oh, easy. wrestlers? Oh, easy. You know, in that, in that, and stuff. Had the unbelievable streak of what was it 22 20, you know, 21 in a row 21 and in then a row. lost the Brock Brock so and then came back and won the following year uh, uh yeah three. I think you I think you finished 23 and 23 two. and two yeah 23 and two now but to Roman freaking reigns yeah. like, well, uh, well my problem is so Roman takes a choke slam onto a chair followed by a tombstone and manages to kick out of that Right. So uh, you're telling me right now there's no longer protected finishers. Like, like the finishers are just like it doesn't matter. 
You're gonna take. It I, seems like the like the way that WWE's doing it now is that the finishers work on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. But when yeah. it comes to the pay per view, right. you better have an arsenal of oh, finishers yeah. to go. Yeah. And so w- which which is, I, that makes no sense. So you're gonna tell me the finisher works sometimes. But well, that's why I love the the '80s '90s wrestling where every wrestler had two finishers. Right. Yeah. Where you would have your you know in like. Think about the rock. The rock yeah. had the people's elbow, right. and then he had rock bottom. Uh, rock bottom. And so the people's elbow, everybody would kick out of that one. Right, right. You know, he would he would win a match here and there on the people's mm-hmm. elbow. But then if you got rock bottom, that it was, was it. Exactly, it was over. Exactly. That and was really, the if ultimate you, finisher. And, and if it, was it was kind of like a video game, like right. you build up, build up. You you know, try to win on a regular finisher, and you can't, and, and you save up for that big finisher. And if it was a pay per view, sometimes you might get two rock bottoms or two stunners or right. whatever. Yeah. But this, this, or like Stone Cold would do two stunners right. in a row to make right. sure right. you were gonna. But like, this garbage, like, here's the thing, Roman Reigns every freaking match. I don't care if it's on Raw, he'll throw like five Superman punches and, and three spears. Spe- yeah, yeah, and I'm like, uh, what? So now you're gonna go up against the Undertaker and have to do what, like ten spears in a row, and then it, it just it doesn't it waters it down. So this storyline. There's another one that was a long one in the making because it went from Royal Rumble. Because Roman Reigns knocked out Undertaker Mm -hmm. at Rumble. So that means that they thought about this storyline for a long time. But then it was a full storyline because you had a pause in it. So Roman Reigns knocks out Undertaker at the Rumble. But then Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns start going down. Yeah, right. But then Reigns beats Braun Strowman at, um, at uh, the one leading up to this, which I made not fat was a fast lane, fast yeah. lane, um, and then that storyline ended because we got Undertaker just kind of magically appearing because it's WrestleMania time, right? And calling out on uh, Roman Reigns. Well, didn't even call out Roman Reigns. So, so he's, he's been pissed for over a month apparently and over the Rumble and, uh, match and just letting it fester. Right. So, so you're telling me. You're that pissed off that you can't even be seen for over a month, and you're just gonna like, hang out of that shit, and and apparently just like let it build up that yeah. you'll just show up for WrestleMania. Season. Why not have it like? Why not have it be Taker Lesnar, WrestleMania 33, Taker beats Brock, puts and the gloves see down, yep. see ya, yeah. And, yeah. and that way he gets like his like revenge for his only WrestleMania loss, right? That, that, and the, then like kind of rides off in the sunset, so right. to speak. That's the like only the perfect thing I Goldberg loses of. the match to somebody else, right? You know, the only thing I could possibly think of coming off of this is that next year it starts to roll around, and Undertaker has second thoughts because he doesn't want to end his career on a he doesn't want to end his career on a loss. Then he gets one out, but that also still gives Roman Reigns whatever sense of credibility for beating the Undertaker. That's the only thing that I could see, because in my mind, it doesn't make any sense to have Roman Reigns defeat the Undertaker. Yeah, I guess. Like, I just don't see, what could you do possibly, besides what you're saying right there, with Reigns beating Taker storyline-wise? Because all we got post- Post Mania with Raw the next day was Roman Reigns literally standing <laughs> in the ring for it was, like it was seven minutes. minutes. Uh, it was, it was seven like, minutes and some 
listening to the fans chant, which was amazing. That was awesome. The different chants they came up with was was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And literally, he's standing there, and at one point, he points to his, his hand. It's like, I got him in the palm of my hand. And then all he says is, this is my yard now. Like, come on. And then drops the mic. Yes, come on. Even Brock Lesnar, after defeating Undertaker, had at least had Paul Heyman give some sort of grand finale speech and everything. You know? I, I wonder how much of that was planned. Was scripted? Right. Because uh, I, I think, like, I don't... I mean, because it just kept going. Like, I feel like he was supposed to say something and probably at the end say, this, this is my yard now. Right. But, like... I think he was the, just supposed to egg the, the the crowd on. I think they probably said, "Go egg the crowd on." And the, because they did. I mean, they just weren't stopping anytime soon. Oh no, it was awesome. It was like seven minutes of straight chance. But I told myself I wasn't going to watch Raw anymore after Roman Reigns won, and I stuck to that. And then Hunter Utech. I was actually there. Watching Raw. Oh yeah. You know you watching Raw right now. That's good. Ben Baylor coming back. I'm like shit. So I, I turned it on. But so what I've decided. Happy medium. Anytime Roman Reigns is on, I'll turn the chance. Dude, if if Roman Reigns comes on to chance like that every single week, I'll continue watching. No, that. yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, that was pretty good. I will continue watching it because that was pretty entertaining. It was better than any Roman Reigns match that I've, I've yeah. seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. But like when he wasn't speaking on the mic either. God, I mean the guy. I don't know. He's. I think is they try to make him like a, a Goldberg slash Rock. He's an intercontinental level type of guy. Well, well, well skill set wise for sure. Like yeah, he, like he does the not character have the wise. I like I, I think they're right. trying to make him as big as Goldberg, defeating Taker and all these other big names and stuff like that. Winning the Rumble, winning the title at WrestleMania two years two years ago and stuff like that. But try to make him be the character of the Rock, because remember, yeah. Rock was the villain starting off right. with and everything, being Vince McMahon's, you know, lackey and stuff. Yeah, and he was then, so good on the mic, though. That's where Roman Reigns lacks. Right. That his personality is so flat. That's what made his character. Right. Because he was good on the mic. Yeah. So, coming off of WrestleMania, though, we then had Raw, which was excellent. Which was. It's the, the first time Raw had been better than SmackDown. Yeah. I agree. In a while. In a long while. Well, listen. Listen. Let's, let's pump the brakes. Because I feel like going for... I, I feel like it, that happens every year like, with the Raw yeah. Romania. It's like, oh, it's yeah, Raw Romania is always And amazing. then, like, so, you know, a month from now, you know, uh, early May, we're going to be like, God, Raw is awesome. Yeah, like, like, we'll, we'll be right back. I'm right, back. exactly. So, you know, I, I, I'll watch Monday for sure because I want to see the Superstar shake up and, like, kind of, you know, are, are, what are these trades... You know who's going where, right? Uh, I, I kind of want to see what these rosters look like. You know these matchups, um, but like it's, it's frustrating because like you saw how capable they are booking like a quality show for three hours. Yes. Yeah. So why can't you do that? Right, exactly. Like why why does that not happen every week? Like it's so every week Roman Reigns needs to come out and let the crowd just come up with different chances. Right. To to reel them out. I think my favorite was like it was like Ro men sucks. Or oh yeah, yeah, that was, that was really good. But, there was some not, you know. Some, what about the go not, away? <laughs> that was go great. away was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> go away. I was like, I was like, 
go away. I'm like, that's pretty awesome. Like, just go to me, away. To my favorite one was the shut the F up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he wasn't even talking. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. were like, I'm shut the F up. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I'll tell you, that crowd was like, yeah, they, they were hot. That hype. Yeah. yeah. That was really hype. But that's what you need. You need, and I think that's what Angle's going to bring to Raw. Angle will bring that what, what Nick could not, you know, that. That like the intensity, level. yeah, the intensity, right. energy level, and stuff. Do you think Angle will wrestle at all? No. I don't mean like consistently. No, no, I don't think Angle's wrestling. You don't at think all. he'll pull like a Triple H? No, I. I think his wrestling days are done. His neck's so screwed up and yeah. stuff like that. Because um, his last couple matches, if you ever watched, like if you watched his last matches or two, on TNA and um, the other affiliation he was on, they were really rough. I mean, yeah. he. His 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 upper body is so stiff now because remember he used to do all the suplexes and oh, yeah. you know, wrestling styles he can't even do that anymore he's he's kind of not Goldbergish where it's just or like Roman Reigns where it's Superman punches and spears yeah. but he tries to but it's just so awkward yeah. and stuff but I think his personality and you know his character wise and stuff like that, being the the general manager is will be good for him the. The where it's gonna you're gonna see the heat start being put on is Daniel Bryan because I like Daniel Bryan as the wrestler, yeah. Character wise, he's got to bring his A game now because Mick kind of just handed it to him like yeah. you know you're a better GM than me, but yeah, I don't um I don't know I, I think Daniel Bryan is just kind of mediocre as a he's a nice I, guy yeah and I think they were wanting more of what he brought when he was a wrestler right. and it's just not. No, he, he's always going to be loved for his wrestling, you know, and stuff. Right. But to to draw the drama of the show and the storylines, he's going to have to. Like, because when AJ jumped Shane McMahon and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Which that was, was awesome. Hilarious. That was, that was awesome. hilarious. Um, but then the, the post, uh, you know, an aftermath of that where Daniel Bryan's like, I am so... Disappointed in you, and I, I would fuck. like that. Was like, dude, that's like my mom talking yeah. to me right yeah. now. Is a lot, you know. It, he just he's got to work on that skill level, and I think he, you know, I think he will. But Angle being GM, you, you know that Angle's gonna do every single trick in the book. Oh to, yeah, to get the crowd going. So and now Daniel Bryan's got to do it because I don't know. Shane McMahon doesn't need to be on the show every week and stuff like that. I mean, shoot, Stephanie McMahon's taking what. I'll leave, I'll yeah. leave of absence for probably four or five weeks, if anything. Good. I think, I, I honestly think each brand needs another belt. You, I think you need a belt that's European, Europe, European, European, European title esque. Yeah, you could do for, that because I, I think like I don't know about you guys, but like I love belt exchanges. I like, I like title matches. Right. I think that's great. Yeah. And like. The European title, when it was around, was for kind of some up and coming. What about the TV title that yeah. the yeah. WCW oh, yeah. did? Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. that was Absolutely. only fought on t- like oh, television yeah. matches and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, but like it brought more to it, and you know because right now, I mean, there's a cruiserweight division, so there's a select group that can get that. Yeah, but I just don't so like the, the the cruiserweight the two hundred five group. We know those guys don't weigh two hundred five. I mean, it's like the, like one eighty five. Yeah, that. like yeah. why don't they have more? Because it's what six right now, six seven. Yeah, and stuff. 
why don't they add more to the 205? Like, I always thought that if they went to the, the style of the W, like, the wrestling, like, true wrestling and UFC where it's weight class. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Then it, it would be entertaining. Because yeah. then you could have legit light heavyweight champion, you know, middleweight right. champion, yeah. flyweight, you know, and then your super heavyweight champ and stuff right. like that. Right, so yeah. like a super heavyweight would be like, uh, like, like Braun Strowman right. Right. and, the, and the Big Show yeah. and Mark Henry. Yeah. Um, your yeah. light heavyweight. Baron Corbin maybe. You right. Know? But do you think that they would run out of stories because that would almost... No, be because you could still then have a universal belt. You could, yeah, you know, the no, universal belt yeah. is like... That's the WWE but, belt. Like, anybody can get anybody can get so that. Whether it's a cruiserweight yeah. or like how Rey Mysterio was in the cruiserweight right. division, but still could go for the WCW yeah, belt yeah. and stuff. Like that, I think would. Right. So you you could have a match versus like like Neville versus like Seth Rollins. Right. Exactly. You know, and then that's like an NXT throwback. Right. Um, which would be awesome to watch. Mm-hmm. I, I, I watch that too. But yeah, I, I like that idea of everyone on the roster, like whether regardless of like weight. Yeah. Is competing for the same belt because then you could have your inner storylines between right. the, the weight levels mm-hmm. or class levels, whatever you want to put them in, and then at the same time you'd have your one major character with you know with the the universal belt on each show, and but guys fine for that mm-hmm. and stuff like that for that title that title shot to be the man, you know? Right, it just opens up so much, like so many more storylines and like give right. more people options for the belt, um, which would be interesting for sure. Because I think that's what the like the U.S. intercontinental um, belts are missing right now is that they're just belts. There's no there's no rhyme or reason to them. Anybody yeah. can fight for mm-hmm. them and stuff. There's no like you have to be an American citizen. That would be hilarious if we were like <laughs> Trump esque. In order to get the U.S. belt, you had to be an American <laughs> citizen. <laughs> and stuff like, well, I mean, a lot of the belts. I mean, that's how like you know the European titles have started. And there's a uh, what is it in. Um, NXT, it's like the great, is it the great Britain title or whatever? Have you seen that one? Yeah, United yeah, Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's but then you had the hardcore belt for the hardcore wrestlers and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and I just think that, like, I don't know where some of these belts just go to sometimes. Right. It's like but, like, the old the old way they did it in WWE and WCW was that you had your, your grouping. Yeah. So you had your cruiserweights, you know, fighting in the cruiserweights. You had your hardcore guys fighting for the hardcore belt and stuff. So there was pockets and there yeah. were storylines within that and then you had the the WCW or the WWF champ where right. those were your major you know I mean, stars at that moment in time even if you look at um you know like something like the European title like I think that'd be good for some of these guys that are just kind of really in between like a Sami Zayn or like a right well, um you know, a like, a, like a, a, a Mojo Rally Mojo right? yeah. exactly like have something that Right, like, 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 what is he gonna compete for? We've already kind of discussed this, but like, so he won the the battle royal, sorry, Mark. Yeah. But like, so no, what is right. he gonna compete for now? Right. Is he gonna compete for the Intercontinental title? Probably not. He's obviously not competing for the SmackDown Championship if that's where he stays. Right. I mean, his, his tag partner is hurt. So like, what is what does he do? Right. Now? He just has this accolade of he's got Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, exactly. Right. Your yeah. win gets you Rob Gronkowski whenever you want. Yeah. <laughs> so bad right now. I'm so bad right now. <laughs> Can't stand it. Oh, oh goodness. No, but I think there needs to be like more opportunities for for the the legit mid card guys. Yeah. Right. Mojo Rally. Um. 
I, I think it makes I, it worth watching, too. Right. But like, I mean, right. here's the thing is... I, I, I put a match. If there's something on the line, yeah. like, I want to watch... I don't want to watch freaking, like, Jinder Mahal Dude. versus uh, Bo Dallas. I mean, back, That's boring. I mean, back in the day... When it has about, no meaning to me. Right. It, think about it. I, I wouldn't really care to watch a uh, Godfather versus D'Lo Brown match, but... Oh, it's for the European title. Oh, yeah, okay, I'll yeah, check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, and Val Venus. Here comes the hoe train. Yeah, oh. yeah. Okay, okay, well, here, let's check this out. You know what I mean? It's just like... Yeah. Okay. The Godfather. Yeah. Dude, that was awesome. The hoe train. train. Oh, and, then, and then Val Venus with his array of moves, including right. his finisher, which was known as the money shot. That is true. <laughs> this, is a fam- this is a family show, apparently. Yeah, you can't, get rid- you can't pull that no. out of here. No. Nope. You'll never see the Godfather in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, or he he entered a Royal Rumble recently and like came out with like all these women. Yeah. It was shocking, uh, and then he got thrown out immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, all right, we had, we can give the like, promo matches for uh, the Godfather would be so people would be like, what the heck? No, no, we actually allowed that to be on TV. No, so <laughs> off the of Raw and SmackDown this week week for the new, um. I guess debuters who had the best kind of um, first showing of WWE or returning, so like a Finn Balor. Yeah, I'd like say that. Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, he he looked great, and you know, he's been fighting uh, matches at the live events. Um, you know, kind of, kind of for about a month or so, kind of getting that ring rust out of the way. Right. Um, but you know, like you know, he picked up right where he left off, yeah. which is which is great to see. I thought it was interesting that he tagged with the person who injured him. Uh, you know, him, him yeah. and Seth oh, that was kind of interesting. Like, oh, that's, like, you know, like, I don't know. You know, you, th- you think he'd be kind of pissed off that he's been out for, right. well, what is it, like six, eight, eight months, whatever it is. Um, so, that you know, that, that, that was interesting as a whole. Yeah, I, you can't discount uh, Shinsuke for sure. People people lost their freaking yeah. mind, myself included. Well, I lost my mind when Shinsuke debuted. Like, oh, by the way, you know. <laughs> Even though his the timing didn't make it, yeah, I, I, I'm still a, a bit perplexed about that um, because like the Miz and Maurice were making fun of Cena still, and then Shinsuke came out, and I was like, I, you, you think know, it was an accident? Like Shinsuke just starts running out, shit, hit the, yeah, hit yeah, the yeah, music. That is not the time. <laughs> well, uh, no, no, like, like, like his uh, translator uh, told a, a language barrier yeah. for sure. So go down, go, okay. Wait, right. no, no, yeah, no. Well, and like, I mean, you kind of knew it was coming because uh, the dude with the violin has been at <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, NXT Takeover before, right. For his entrance, and like, people are like, "Oh shit!" You know, get yeah. all jacked up. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I guess the only thing that would make sense is if him and the Miz had a storyline now because he interrupted him. But but you said earlier that the Miz is probably going to Raw because that's of his what beef the, with Daniel yeah. Bryan. Yeah, that's what the rumor is: is that because of the beef. Between Miz and Daniel Bryan, they're gonna send Miz over, because even though it like the storyline is supposed to be fake, there's actually some animos there's animosity between Miz and Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. and some animosity between Miz and John Cena because of the Bella Twins and, and all this other BS stuff they mm-hmm. had. So yeah, it didn't make sense to, to see right, and it was, it was weird because like they were. Like the Miz and Maurice were like exiting the ring actually, right? Yeah. And then Shinsuke comes I out and they like get back in the ring and go yeah. the other way. And I was yeah. like, I don't know what's happening right now. And then, and then like nothing happened. He didn't, yeah, he, he, like, he did around and he had his mouthpiece in him. Like, right. Oh, here we go. Yeah. He probably and thought it, it was from, a match. Yeah, yeah, and then it came back from break and it was like the next. And, yeah, it was, it was like Dean Ambrose and Barrett Corbin. And I was like, yeah. okay, so we're so we're Shinsuke. Yeah. And yeah. then they fought that dark match um, against Ziggler, but. Yeah, you know, I, I was like, I'm interested to see him, like, you know, like in, in the ring and kind of get these storylines going. Right. But how does, 
it hasn't even happened. Like, how would she execute on that, right? So, like, that that is, like, he's there. You know, people have been, like, wondering about it, expecting it, and he shows up. And everyone's like, hell yeah. And then he's like, what? Like, <laughs> how does that happen? So, whatever. I don't know. I mean, the match is, like, when I used to go back in the day in high school and stuff like that to Raw and WCW, like, it was weird because you watch it on yeah. TV and, you know, they have these commercial breaks and you're like, oh, they must be just sitting around doing other But they actually do stuff like during, like they continue yeah. the storyline on. So maybe something happened between Shinsei and, um, and Miz and stuff like that. Right. Because it was kind of like uh, Shane McMahon at the end of that one SmackDown where he got jumped. They like cut him oh, off. Like, yeah. It was right yeah. there in the SmackDown and they're like, yeah. AJ Styles wants a match at WrestleMania. He's got an opponent and stuff, and then he just like cut it off. You're like, okay, you know, is it with? Uh, it, is it gonna, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're gonna assume it's you because that's where it cut off. That right. Part. So, but where would you put this WrestleMania at? I oh goodness, uh, I mean, if we're like rating it. Like on a scale of one to ten, like so one to ten, one being the, you know absolutely worse. You wasted your time. Couldn't believe that you you know wasted money on this. To ten being, you were thoroughly entertained the entire time. So I'm oh, not saying gosh. like this was the best, like because it's we all know this wasn't the best WrestleMania no, of time, and you know it's not gonna. It wasn't even in of the 33, probably not in the top ten. And watching Randy Orton's fake snake follow him down the ramp. <laughs> <right. laughs> It that doesn't just, look like, like a that. snake. Let's be real. That's yeah. not what, what we all know. And he's not even keeping up with it. And he's like, damn it, Randy. Yeah. Come on, Orton. You're about to be champ. Right. I, I will say like this. He's nibbles I will on like an old oh, like, yeah. Frogger. Bray Wyatt's entrance is is awesome. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, think that's, I think it's fantastic. Because like everyone's into it. Yeah. And it's it's, like, it's kind of like Nakamura's entrance. Like Everyone's kind of singing along. Right. Like Everyone gets their phone out and gets their little light out. And, uh, you know, and it, like, he just plays it off so well with like, his freaking... Uh, Gas lamp or whatever it is, um, but we, yeah, we just saw that and that was pretty awesome. But yeah. uh, whereas we have this huge fake, uh, you know what they should have done with uh, Taker. Now I'm thinking about baby. it is that if he was gonna walk out and lose, don't let him lose as the Undertaker we love, but let him lose as that bullshit Kid Rock oh, Undertaker. The American Badass, Badass. you know, the American Badass. for the three or four years that he did where he came out on the motorcycle and oh, it was like a, That was so bad. The biker oh, no, band. That, oh, the bandana. And the, 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 let him lose that. If he's going to oh, lose. Oh, the last ride. Yeah, yeah the last ride. Yeah, if he's going to go out and say, well, I'm losing to Roman Reigns, let him lose as that character. Yeah. Well, because that yeah. one sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the, the, the traditional Undertaker with like the dark... Uh, the darker clothes and like right. the uh, the awesome music, like the, yeah. the bells and the chimes. So, uh, sorry, back to your original question about oh, yeah. uh, the on a scale of one to ten. Right, I'd probably give it like a six point five. Um, okay, you know there there were some yeah. great moments. You know, like the Hardy Boys obviously were right. were, were great. Uh, I thought the Shane uh, AJ style match was was a really solid opener and I like, kind of set the tone. Um, there were other matches I really didn't give a damn about in any capacity. See, I'm uh, like with or, you. Or, or the matches just like ended really abruptly and like mm-hmm. didn't do much. They were they were fine. Like I like I felt like that. Like so, and I know this is on the kickoff show, but like the Ambrose Corbin match, what, like wasn't great. Right. And then they had a street fight on SmackDown <laughs> that was way better. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, like that should have been the WrestleMania match. Like that, like that was awesome. Right. So 
So yeah, no, I'm with you on that. It seemed like it's from the WrestleMania part of it, not the pre-show. It started off great. It worked up well, but then there was a lot of like near the end. I kind of just got not bored with it, but just kind of like okay, this is this is. What, what we expected. The what? only shocker out of all the last three, four matches was Randy Orton winning the title. Everything else was to right. be expected. And it just happened so... I saw abruptly. I think yeah. I would have finished that match. So I would say, you know, probably 7, 7.5 for me. Yeah. Yeah, I was going with a 7. Um, it was fine. Um, some matches were, you know, really good. The ones that we had talked about. Um, I don't know if it was the, like I said, I think more of it wasn't necessarily the in-ring wrestling. I thought that was overall pretty good, but the the stories were just, just weird, and I felt like most of them were rushed. Mm-hmm. E- even the Roman Reigns Undertaker one, I felt was completely just rushed so, yeah, and inconsistent. The, so let's think about it. The only one that I thought I think was actually developed. Like pretty well throughout the entire like build up from Royal Royal Rumble to WrestleMania was the Raw Women's um, Championship. Well, I'll throw. I think the the Jericho Owens was a little decent as well because like again, you know, yeah, they were friends, accessible friends, and then he kind of turned on them a little bit. So that had a little bit of backing as well. Um, but, but more so than some of these other ones, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, especially like the Omer, uh, Omer, geez, Undertaker Reigns. Uh, you know, that was thrown together in what, like three weeks, maybe? Yep. And that was a bit of a hot mess. Um, you know, I don't even want to say like Lesnar Goldberg because like there are some weeks they're not even talked about on Raw. Looks. And if you're going to have like a feud, I feel like it needs to be like a, a consistent thing. That was the biggest hype up was like Paul Heyman. I don't like, I give credit for Heyman hyping that shit up as, as, well as he did because that was a, a, a major disappointment. I thought for sure I was like, all right, we're gonna get a legit wrestling match out of this, and that no, didn't happen. No, no, yeah. I didn't think so. Seeing as every match prior to that or meeting was like a damn Ronda Rousey, like early Ronda Rousey match of like, oh, 32 seconds, right? It just, I knew it would be longer than that. I didn't see it going over. Five minutes by any means, or really even touch it. What was it like? Three minutes or something like that? Three something. It was a long match, was it? It was under ten. I know that. Yeah, it felt like three minutes to yeah. me. Cause maybe you know why it felt like three minutes to me? Probably because it because was everything. Like, everything else has been so short. No, but not only that, because it was like spear, spear, jackhammer, suplex, suplex, suplex. suplex like, I think yeah. it was just so redundant that like. I don't know. It just felt like, okay, here it is. Well, I mean, those two don't have the widest array of moves either. You know what I mean? They have... No, no Brock can wrestle. Well, like, yeah, as like, a legit wrestler, but yeah, Brock is a legit wrestler, but he's also wrestling a guy that's in his 50s. Right. So, like... Well, no. How, even Goldberg in his 30s could not wrestle. Right, right. But I mean, like... I mean more like what? How is okay? So suplexes. Fifty-year-old man Goldberg can only take so many suplexes. I guess. Yeah, like I, I just. I don't know because I think age matters. Granted, Sting got injured and stuff like that, but Sting is older than Goldberg and was wrestling 
you know, Seth Rollins. I would have much rather match. seen Goldberg versus Undertaker than Roman Reigns versus Undertaker. No, I would have seen. I would have picked. I would, like if you had told me that the finale would have been Brock Lesnar Undertaker of WrestleMania 33. Oh, Undertaker's well, yeah. last match. Taker beats Brock for redemption. Uh, automatic nine or ten right there. Yeah, like that would have made the yeah. the, the storyline. But hey, you know you, you got to make money somehow, some way. And it also actually ended up being one of the highest rated WrestleManias in WWE history. You know. And I think a lot of it had to do with it, like the how the WWE Network offers the first month for free and everything. That's right. a lot of people jumped on just to watch this WrestleMania. Right, absolutely. But, you know. It's, it's you know, on to a new new year, new, you know, time of WrestleMania build up to WrestleMania 34. Who yeah. knows what, you know, what we're planned for from a year from now. Well, and I want to, I want to see the the shake up. I want to see what that does. There's all the worms and stuff. Yeah. So consensus, it was a good WrestleMania, not great. Storylines kind of just storylines and some matches, you know, basically. Well, yeah, they were just like thrown together, and and, and some of them are kind of st- like again, it's stale. It, it needs. Like again, like it's a it's a serious it's a season finale. Like right. like th- things need to move on in some areas for sure. Without a doubt. Um, and kind of like Mark was saying, the superstar shakeup should hopefully provide some new storylines. Uh, hopefully get some like cohesion. So like I I don't know. This is me personally. Like all the women kind of come together. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And it just it just opens up so many more possibilities. I I like to see the cruiserweights kind of go to SmackDown, um, uh, because there's already the two hundred five live there. So I think you can have. You know, uh, maybe maybe one cruiserweight match on SmackDown and kind of tease something for 205 Live a little later on, mm-hmm. uh, which seems to make a little more sense. Uh, yes, it sucks that there'd be no woman on SmackDown, but like you're kind of getting all of it on Raw. Um, yeah, but it's back to back nights. Right, right. It's back to back nights. I think it just makes more sense in regards to like the continuation of storylines and, and also the opportunities it provides you. Um, you know, for, for feuds and factions and such, right? I just don't know if you're gonna see it because was I don't know if you watch Total Divas and stuff like that, but they, it's all they bitched about. That's all I watch, watch actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, like uh, Prison Break. No, I'm not watching that. Yeah. Uh, Total Divas, Divas, Total Bellows, yeah. all of them. That's but, it. That's all. All they bitched about the, the premiere episode of the season last night. All the, it was it was the episode where they did the draft. In all the women from like the summer, yeah, ah, shit. Uh, and so all the entire episode was how the women were bitching about how they were afraid that they would get drafted to an opposite show that their husband or boyfriend was on, and that they would only see each other once a week and stuff. Okay. So like Naomi, who's married to John Uso, you know, I don't know that. I didn't know yeah, that yeah, Naomi's married to to John Uso. Um, like they're on SmackDown together mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and they were worried that they would be split. Then Dean Ambrose is dating that blonde chick, right? The, yeah, the um, she's like a reporter, reporter, or... yeah, and stuff. And she's the reporter for SmackDown, right? And Dean Ambrose is on SmackDown, right? Um, but it was funny because it was like there were some like relationships like that that they were afraid. But then when Miz was drafted, it was Miz and Maurice. 
and yeah, then, like, together. Lana and Rusev and stuff mm. like that. So, like, it didn't make sense how he did. Where the that guy been? Yeah. Rusev? Is he hurt? I think, I think he's hurt. I thought I saw Yeah. That. He got hurt in the, the, what, the fast lane matchup where they, or... The, the random singles match that they put him in with uh oh with Big Show or who was it um, that was weird so like he and Jinder Mahal were one in, in singles like, matches they were like tag team partners and then hey. they fought each other and then he fought Big Show it was like what is going on it was like one had to fight Big Show and then the other one had to fight somebody else who was like yeah ginormous and stuff and it was ridiculous um but yeah that didn't make sense whatsoever so yeah. It, the total divas thing was just hilarious this week. But yeah, I don't think you're gonna see the women go to one show because of that. Because like if the women go to one show and Cena stays on SmackDown, then Nikki Bella's on on Raw. But yeah, isn't isn't she like stepping away though? Like with the neck issues? I thought so. I that's what like everybody that I read about and even like I have. Not a friend, but a guy I went to high school with. He works, you know, for WWE, the marketing team and stuff. And that's what he told me was that Nikki Bella was either going to retire or take time, uh, a serious time off to let her neck truly rehab because she she rushed it back in and it's you know it's you know she tweaked it and stuff like that. But you know there wasn't any. There was supposed to be like this after the proposal and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like an announcement that she would be stepping away from the match. Right, well, she's, she's going to plan yeah. a freaking wedding and, you know, uh, kind of go from there and kind of see what life has in store. So, I don't know, you know, we'll, we'll just kind of see how things shake out, uh, no pun intended, on, on Monday and kind of see where everyone ends up. 